0: Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you
1: must be born again. Look at somebody and say, you must. I want to talk today about God's
0: plan of salvation. God's plan of salvation. Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for the precious word of God and for all the hungry souls and thirsty hearts. We ask you to feed us, encourage us, renew us, inspire us, and help us to do this your way, God. No other way, not one word more or one word less than your perfect and divine will, And we'll give you all the praise and glory in the name of Jesus, God's plan of salvation. You may be seated. We welcome each of you today that are watching, paying attention, tuning in on Facebook. I hope and pray that somehow you can feel the anointing of God's word wherever you might be today. If you want to teach a Bible study that matters, if you want to teach something meaningful, take notes today. Take notes. We're going to talk about scriptures, look at them as quickly as we can, that matter if you want to talk about a meaningful Bible study. My dad told me a long time ago, there's nothing more important in the Bible than God's plan of salvation. There's a lot of stuff that makes me feel good in the Bible, a lot of things that encourage me, a lot of things that minister to my feelings. But nothing is more important than God's plan of salvation. It's good to know today that God has a plan. That God didn't just throw us in a boat out there in the rapids of life, in the the raging seas of life, and say, hope you make it to the other side. God has a plan. And God told the prophet Jeremiah, I know the thoughts that I have for you the thoughts and the plans that I've set into motion. They're not random. They're not just
1: floating around out there. They are specifically designed for you and I. Now, make no mistake. God has a real plan, and Satan
0: has a counterfeit plan. Some of you are going to get your feathers ruffled today if God allows me to do it the way I feel it. Satan has a counterfeit plan, and it is not the occult. Satan's plan is not the obvious witchcraft, demonology, numerology. That's not his plan. Satan's plan looks a whole lot like God's plan.
1: The devil's desire looks a whole lot like the real thing. But Satan's plan consists of compromise, concession, and a fake church movement. It's so brilliant that it resembles the real McCoy with a few man
0: made twists and turns. The counterfeit plan that Satan spawned, that he inspires, that he empowers, says live any way you want to live. That church attendance really isn't that big of a deal. That being faithful is not that big of a deal. As long as you accept Jesus as your Savior, everything's going to be all right. That is something the devil spawned and not God. Watch how many vacate me, Sister Playa, this morning, all right? God has a real plan, and Satan, the mastermind, brilliant plan that he has, looks so much like what God set in motion. James said this,
1: chapter 2, verse 17, that faith without works This is why Martin Luther
0: despised the writing of the epistle of James. Because he said, nothing but faith matters. And James said, but
1: faith without works is empty. Televangelists with audiences
0: of millions lead people into the blind ditches of life every day. They tell you, just do this. It's that simple. Try to be a good person. Try to go to church when you can, and you're going to walk streets of gold and see walls of jasper and gates of pearl. And it appeals to my human desire. It's easy. I don't have to pay anything. Just do this, and all's going to be well with eternity. Jesus said this in Matthew 7, 13, that many have
1: gone the way of the counterfeit plan. Wide is the gate and broad is the way.
0: And he said, it's going to be a heavy, heavily traveled pathway. I said, God gave a plan and Satan sent a religious distraction. Anybody with me today? In fact, Sister Barb, the term
1: I'm saved, has lost at least ninety-nine percent of its spiritual credibility. Jesus said in John 7:38,
0: He that believeth on me as the Scripture hath said. Oh, why do we miss that part? He didn't just say, he that believes
1: on me, everything's going to be good. He said, he that believes on me as The scripture hath said, years
0: of religious confusion will end when we start to pursue God's plan of salvation. Things will all of a sudden be different to the way you see them. If you finally get a taste of God's genuine plan, here's a tip for anybody that cares to listen. If it appeals to your flesh, beware, beware, beware. If it appeals to your soul, pursue, pursue, pursue. Want to look at biblical absolutes? John 3, verse 7, we've already read it. You must. That makes it an absolute necessity. You must be born again. This is a true, legitimate example, and I'm just sharing you one experience in this closet of life. I know a pastor. He's in the, they're in the local area. Um, they consider their walk with God to be Pentecostal, and who am I to gauge or judge? Just telling you what they've told me. I had one of their saints come to me about 18 months ago, year, year and four or five months, maybe six months. I know them. I know the congregation. It's pretty small, but I know them all pretty well. One of their saints came to me one day and said, can I just tell you how I feel about something in our church? I said, it's free country, I guess. He said, there's just no life in our church, there's no ambition, there's no zeal, there's no joy, there's no energy, there's no enthusiasm. And he said, quite frankly, he said, that's that's my story too. I just don't have any fire. I know I'm saved, this person said, but I just don't have any ambition to tell anybody about it. And I said, let me just talk to you for a moment about something from the scriptures. I said, listen to me, brother. Jesus said, you must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. And I explained to them in that grocery store aisle what it means to be born again of water and of the Spirit. I saw this person a couple of weeks later. person told me, you know what? I took that scripture to my pastor out of John 3, 3 through 5. And you'll never believe what my pastor said. I said, tell me what the pastor said. The pastor told this saint,
1: that's not in the Bible. I said, did you show them that there's a John 3 in their Bible? God,
0: alarm my soul to think that there are people following people that don't even look into the word of God for the real plan of salvation.
1: To think that they've just heard something religious and they're good to go with that. Brother, sister on Facebook, if you belong to another church and your pastor doesn't tell you you must
0: be born again, you better either convert that pastor or get out of that church right now. You must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. In fact, Jesus broke it down and he said, unless a man is born again, you can't even see the kingdom of God. It's no wonder, Brother West Lindsey, we've got a lot of preachers out there that don't understand what John 3 is about. They're not even born again themselves. Jesus said, if you don't have this, you can't even see it. Your eyes are darkened to it. There's no revelation there. And then when Nicodemus said, man, talk to me about that. What are you, what are you, where are you going? He said, except a man is born of water
1: and of the Spirit. He'll never enter in two. So you can't see and you can't go there. Unless you're born again. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. I'm talking about something that my dad used to
0: call God's plan of salvation. Not some empty profession of faith. Not some words that you spewed out because somebody shared them with you in a a former experience in life. Some counterfeit pseudo-spiritual experience. Some little
1: feel good thing, if it appeals to your flesh and there's no cost to it. Let's just be real, bro. Hey, when you live for God, there's
0: a price to pay, there is a price to pay. And if all we want to do is please the world, dress like the world, talk like the world, be like the world, I'm telling you, brother, you need to be born again. Water and spirit. And if, if my walk with God doesn't display marks of spiritual life, then my birth, my spiritual birth becomes suspect. That's why Paul came along in Acts 19, verse 2 and 3, and he's checking for a pulse of spiritual life. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. But if you go back to verse 1 on your own, now do your homework, it said he found certain disciples, meaning followers. And they said, we haven't even heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Stop it then who are you following? If they haven't told you about the Holy Ghost, who are you following for heaven's sake? We haven't even heard whether there was any Holy Ghost. And Paul said, well, then uh, you need to tell me about your water baptism experience. Oh, this religious world, this counterfeit plan of the devil will tell you as long as you accept the Lord and have faith in the provision of, of eternal security, you're all right. And they'll go as far as telling you, people that say you must be baptized, they're living under the law. I'm telling you, they're liars. They may mean well.
1: They may mean well.
0: But even the Apostle Paul said, tell me about your Holy Ghost experience. We don't have it. We don't even know anything about it. Oh, really? Let me go back then. How were you baptized? Isn't that so close-minded of the greatest apostle that ever walked on planet Earth to be concerned about how they were
1: baptized? The counterfeit tells us, counterfeit tells us, the Holy Ghost comes when you accept the Lord. Wow. Look at all the faithless. You accept the Lord, you get the Holy Ghost. Would you like to know what
0: the Bible says? Anybody want... You're, you become accountable when, the, when you know the Bible, all right? Might want to go to the bathroom if you don't want to be accountable. You want to know what the Bible says? You want to know what the Bible said in Acts 19? Let's go there, sis. We're talking split screen here. Let's look at the New International Version. Acts
1: 19, two. And he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe?" They answered... Amplified Classic, and he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed on Jesus as the Christ? And They didn't deny not believing on the Lord as Christ. They didn't deny
0: being disciples. But when he said, "Did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed on Him as Christ?" and they
1: said, "No," let's go. Verse three, if you don't mind, sis. So Paul asked them, "What baptism
0: did you receive?" John's. They replied, and he asked them, "Then what baptism? Then were you baptized?" They said, "Into John's baptism." Verse four. Paul said, "Well, John baptized with a baptism of repentance, Old Testament." he told the people to believe in the one coming after him that is in Jesus. And Paul said, amplified classic, when John baptized with a baptism of repentance, continually telling the people they should believe in the one who was to come, to come, to come. Conversion, change, new word, new message. After him, that is Jesus having a conviction
1: full of joyful trust that he is Christ, Messiah, and being obedient. Verse five. On hearing this, On hearing this.
0: Oh, I got enough. Our church doesn't preach that, but we're good. On hearing this. Paul said, hey, I'm glad you're a disciple. I'm glad you believed on the Christ as Messiah. But have you got the Holy Ghost? He preached it with such conviction by the DJ. They didn't go, that's your interpretation. When they heard that, the Bible said, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey. And when they heard this, they were baptized again. Huh? I want to tell somebody here today, if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, received the gift of the Holy Ghost, this is your day, bro. This is your day, sister. Let's do it the Bible way. Let's do it the way the apostles did it.
1: So when the counterfeit tells you, you get the Holy Ghost when you accept the Lord. Write it down. Write it down. Take them to Acts 19. Well, they didn't in the book of Acts. Verse 6. That the name of the Lord and Paul placed his hands on them. Check this out. So
0: Paul laid his hands on them. The Holy Spirit came on them. And he spoke with tongues and prophesied. As Paul laid his hands upon them. Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in foreign, unknown tongues, languages, and prophesied.
1: The counterfeit tells us tongues is of the devil. I sat in the front
0: row of a denominational church, Brother Joe, when I, I, I couldn't, well, I wasn't your age. I was much younger. Maybe, maybe 20, maybe 19, 20. Worked for Frito-Lay. Sat in the front row of a church. I was delivering to some vending machines they had in the basement. And one of the elders of the church came in and started talking to me about accepting Christ. I could take you back. I know where the church is today, where it's at today in Anchorage. You you, got to accept the Lord as your Savior. And I know he meant well. I know he was bold as a lion. He didn't know me from, from Adam. Appreciate the boldness and the zeal of some people. What we ought to do is this. We ought to be able to admit... Maybe my knowledge, as we talked last Sunday, has been in part. Maybe I need to add line to line and precept to precept. A little more than I've had in times. They told us. He told me that day because my dad and mama raised Pentecost. So I said, don't I need to talk in tongues or something like that? And they said, oh, no, no, no. We know better now that tongues is of the devil. He said
1: that to me. I don't know anything, Brother Justin. I don't know anything. That this man's teaching me right in the front row of his church,
0: tongues of the devil. Oh, I wish I could go back in time and show him that when Paul laid his hands on people and
1: they received the Holy Ghost, first thing that happened, first thing that happened, he spoke with tongues.
0: It didn't say the preacher taught him to talk in tongues. It didn't say he tickled their jaw and said, Me, ma, ma me, 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 If that's your way of giving people the whole, or praying people through to the Holy Ghost, let's get rid of that in your thinking, all right? (laughs) He's still able to baptize you with the real thing today. (laughs) But show us 19.6 in the King James. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them. How do we know that? They spoke with tongues. You see the link? Water, spirit birth, Holy Ghost infilling, Holy Spirit infilling,
1: water baptism. I mean, that's so simple. So what about water baptism? Let's talk about it. Let's
0: talk about it. Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said these words. By the way, at the Great Commission, they weren't baptizing anybody. That's what Matthew 28, Luke 24 Mark 14, all about the Great Commission, all right? Jesus is teaching his disciples. They're about to go into all the world. And he's just sealing, sealing in their minds and souls the message, the plan of salvation from heaven. He said, therefore, go, all nations, and baptize them. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Religion tells us. Counterfeit religion tells us quiet in here, isn't it? Sure is quiet in here. Counterfeit religion tells us this is the way to be water baptized. And you know what I say? You are 100% accurate.
1: You're right. You are right. Go into all the world. One translation says, make disciples and baptize
0: them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank God we're told truth. Let me just enlighten you a little bit on this scripture. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. They're offices that God filled. Their titles of a per, of a of a position. So when he said, "Baptize them in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost," he wasn't contradicting anything. He was
1: establishing truth in the minds of these men, these preachers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jesus said in John five forty three, "I am come." Walking out of me, huh? John 5.43 said, I, I'm come in my Father's name. Jesus said, I am come in my Father's name. Did you catch that? My Father's name. The Bible said in Matthew one twenty one, she will bring forth a son and you will call his name.
0: Jesus. Spirit will come, John 14, 26, in my name. So when they sing that chorus, the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. That's just not cute words. That's Bible. That is the Word of God. Father is a title. Father is a title. Unto us a child is born, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. The name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. No wonder,
1: no wonder just seven weeks later,
0: on the day of Pentecost,
1: Peter is preaching. And I mean people are getting stirred. People are getting nervous in their seats. In fact, said in verse 37 to Peter, men and brethren, what shall we do? I feel it, but what do I need to do about it? Look what Peter said. I wonder why hard-headed,
0: stubborn, belligerent fisherman Peter didn't say, baptize in the name of Father, Son, Holy
1: Ghost. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what, Brother Joe? He did. That's exactly what he said. When he said, Peter
0: said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. That means Jew, Gentile, red, yellow, black, white, rich, poor, tall, short, fat, skinny, educated, ignorant, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's what he was doing. He was fulfilling the great commission of Matthew twenty-eight nineteen when he baptized him in the name above all other names. Yes. So, so when the preacher said, "I baptize you," if he's used the terms of the title Father and Holy Ghost, he may have meant well. Don't get all uptight with me when I'm telling you the truth, though. Isn't it funny? is funny, people will accept the lie and protect it like a firstborn. And when someone tells them the truth, they're all, oh, I want to talk to you. I told you, there's a real plan and there's a counterfeit plan. And so when Peter said, every one of you, I wonder if he'd have been contradicting Matthew 28, 19, why John didn't stop him and say, wait a minute, Peter. We ought to be the, believe the words of Jesus more than the words of man. Heard that one, too, in the counterfeit plan. Let me, let me just put this in as simple terms as I can. If Matthew 28, 19 is the contradiction to Acts two thirty-eight, then turn the lights off, and let's go have a party somewhere. Because if the main thrust of New, the New Testament church is, is suspect, If we can pick and choose which way we want to go, if there's more than one way to go, more than one message, then we're kidding ourselves. We are kidding ourselves. Hey, brother and sister, I'm sure they meant well, but if you've been baptized by somebody using the titles, you got to do it again. Baptize again. Do it again. Hey, listen. If I baptize you in the name Father, Son, Holy Ghost, I'm just repeating the command. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, I'm just repeating the command. Because Father's not a name, Son's not a name, Holy Ghost is not a name, they're titles. But notice that in Matthew 28, 19, he didn't say, in the name of the Father, and the name of the Son, and the name of Holy Ghost. And he didn't say in the names of plural. One name, one name, one name, one name, one name. When you baptize in Jesus' name, you are fulfilling the great commission of Matthew 28, 19. And so along comes the apostle Luke, and he writes this scripture in Acts 22. He said,
1: now, why tarryest thou? What are you waiting on? You've heard it. He said, arise and be baptized. Arise and be
0: baptized and wash away your sins. Check it out. Calling on the name of the Lord. Luke said, the washing away of our sins
1: happens when we call on the name of the Lord. You want it plain today? Jesus' name. Baptism, water baptism, is how we wash away our sins.
0: That's how we obey the commands of Father, Son, and Holy
1: Ghost. By repentance, except you repent, you'll all likewise perish, Luke 13.3, Luke 13.5. By water baptism, by complete immersion, the word means no sprinkling allowed. I'm sure they meant well.
0: Meaning, well, I can't use that to debate God at the throne of judgment.
1: Some people, some people want to get their feelings hurt, and I'm, I don't mean to do that. But if truth hurts your feeling, you're probably going to hell. Looking for a job when I found this one. Repent and be baptized. Let's go to Acts 10, and I
0: promise you, I'm just going to leave it, get through these scriptures. Can any man forbid water? Verse 48, let's go there first. 48, or did I give it 47 and 48? Then you, then go your, what you have to. Thank you. He commanded. Any man forbid water? You know any reason why we couldn't baptize these folks? Because they've already received the Holy Ghost, proving we don't have to get in a certain order You can get the Holy Ghost before you ever get baptized in Jesus' name. Right? That's what happened here.
1: Is there any reason why we shouldn't baptize these people? Verse 48. And he commanded them. Come on, Luke, you didn't get it either? He said, Father, Son,
0: Holy Ghost. What are you talking about the name of the Lord? He got it. Oh, he got it all right. He got it. (laughs) Then they asked him to wait around. We need to talk to you more. All right, let's go to verse 45 and 47. And when the Holy Ghost came, 45 to 47, they had the circumcision the Jews, which believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. How do you know that, Peter? Verse 46 and
1: on. They heard them speak with tongues. Magnify God, answered Peter. Seven, please. Can any man forbid water? So, Satan wants us to believe. It's this simple root
0: here of mental ascension. No matter what anybody else tells you, you and God are good. Live any way you want to live. Be be on your own island. As long as you invite the Lord into your life. And I believe in that. I believe in accepting Him, inviting Him, begging Him, pleading with Him, opening every door. Come into every aspect of my life. My mind, my heart, my soul.
1: But there's more to do. Somewhere, the name, He's coming back for a people called by His name. If
0: you're not there yet, please. God's plan of
1: salvation says, Repent. I don't understand. I just don't understand how this can be complicated.
0: It, you, want, you want your life to find some answers. You want some, conf, you want some confusion to be gone and clarity to, to come. Why don't we, why don't we repent? You know what repentance means? It means if you're a pervert, walk the other way. Force yourself to not do that anymore. It means if you're a liar, you force yourself to turn away from that.
1: That's repentance. Repentance isn't saying I'm sorry for being a liar. If you're an addicted Whatever. Repentance means turn away
0: from it. Force yourself to walk the other way. It isn't complicated. Oh, I'm born with emotional scars. I feel for you. But you look around. There are a lot of emotional scars
1: in here. I'm going to do what I need. The next part, take some boldness on your behalf. Yep. Yep. Come on.
0: Get up and say, you know what, Pastor? I, I didn't do it the right way. Yeah. I did it in good faith, thinking it was the right way. Yeah. And if anybody judges you for making a mistake in good faith, that's their problem. Yeah. But but rally on you, great for you when you realize I want to do it the right way now. Yeah.
1: I have not been
0: Come, on. Come on. why what are we waiting on?
1: And getting the Holy Ghost is not about just feeling good. If anybody has told you to come to the
0: altar and pray so you can receive the Holy Ghost and talk in tongues, if they make you believe that you just come up here to help you pray in tongues, they're not telling, they're as misinformed as anybody else. We don't come to seek tongues, but we seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And we know you get it when you talk with other tongues. That's the sign. That isn't religious nonsense. That is God's plan of salvation. And just the fact that some people are sitting here today upset with me proves, proves the power of Satan's counterfeit plan. Yeah. Yeah. But I know a name above all other names today.
1: And if you, if you choose, throw all your religious mistakes behind you and start all over
0: again. There are 150 or more testimonies in here today to tell you. It's not the same. Since I I went down in Jesus' name. Brother Joe, I have baptized people. And after I brought them up out of the water, I realized it was a mistake. They didn't repent. So I don't mean get those people to tell you if it's different. I mean get these people that are up here worshiping and singing, shouting. Ask them if it's different. Did my best, Jesus, today, and I'm asking you, God, to do the rest. Asking you, God, to minister, to strengthen, to take this word as the seed God planted in their soul. Let it bring forth a fruit, God, some 30, some 60, some 100-fold. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you today, make it your time. Get out of that seat and come up here saying, I want to do it right today, Pastor. It is your day. It is your day. It is... Oh, Jesus, I love you. I want your plan in my life. I want your plan in my life. I want your plan in my life. Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah. Come on, somebody.